Hello and welcome to Property Mastermind Podcast, episode 77 with Bob and Hilary. This week talking how to succeed in property development. Coming up December 1, so we're getting close to the end of the year. It's about looking forward and projecting and making great plans for next year. So yes, jump into episode 77 where you can learn some great success tips. Hey, welcome to episode 77 Property Mastermind Podcast with Bob and Hillary. This week, talking how to succeed in property development. We had to do this one after last week's because it was um, property development war stories. We didn't want to put anybody off. So we thought, hey, we'll, we'll, we'll go down that road. But anyway, we're giving away of a copy of this book, again, Property Millionaires Exposed, where Bob has written a at page 121 his chapter is on property development but there are a lot of different strategies that you might like to use for property development this week this book's going to Felicity Ward so Felicity this will be in the post to you this afternoon and I'm sure you'll enjoy the read anyway Bob yeah okay thanks for joining me Episode 77. 77. 77. Oh, that sounds like a lucky number to me. It does. How do they say Seven. that in bingo? Doesn't it? You know, they always say clickety-click and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, I know. Legs 11 and all that stuff. I haven't yeah. been to bingo for a while. <laughs> I think last time I went to bingo, I went with my mum. Did you? I was probably about nine or ten years old. <laughs> yeah. uh, bingo. Do they still do bingo? Oh, yeah, they do, actually. Do they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, there's <laughs> one of the clubs around here, they, they do a drag bingo. Are you serious? Yeah. How do you know this? Have oh, you been going? No, I saw the... I saw the brochure in the window of a shop down the road. Oh they got like gosh. a drag queen doing the bingo. It sounded like fun. I almost felt like going along and having a laugh. Sounds good. So you, everyone that goes dresses in drag? Oh, no, I don't think so. And no, I think just the, the, the person that's running the bingo. And obviously I'd say they've got a lot of outrageous things to say when they're drawing numbers oh, out. Oh, sounds like fun. It does. Do you know, that actually leads on to this because fun is one of my values. Hmm. And values make you happy. And when you're yeah. happy, you create result spirals and it's all mm-hmm. about success. So let's go on to... Why are you so happy? Because I make sure I infuse my values in my life. That's Mm. why. It's one of the reasons. Knowing your values is the other. But this isn't about values. This is about uh, how to succeed in property development. And Mm. I've I've got something I want to kick off with here. Okay. What do you got? We're Sam. I say we because he's a young dude. Oh, young Sam. Young Sam. I was talking to young Sam not long ago. Yeah. So Sam reached out to me and... He had a couple of private coaching sessions with me mm. because he thought that stepping, he's, he's a young guy, that stepping into property development at his age as in doing the mentoring program, he wasn't ready to invest in that much, but he wanted to get started. He's in his 20s. Yeah, he's in his 20s. So he did a few sessions with me and as with me, I can't help myself, I always over-deliver. So because he was so, oh, what's the word? That, but what's the word? He because he invested in himself, and I really respect that. Mm. I respect He's very people. mature for his age. Yeah. So of course I gave him more sessions than he than he paid for, but that's that's, that's you. That, but it, that's also out of respect for a young person yeah. who's on a mission who has a plan. Absolutely. And when it comes to property development success, yep. you have to have a plan. Mm. And since then, we've had a few more conversations with Sol, uh, with Sam. We received an email this week where he gave us his plan for the next year and which included yep coming on board at this point i'm going to do something over the next it was just study he's going to do but he's going to you know really have the time compress the time that he's doing that and he's got he's a a young man with a plan and and good parents i had a little session with sam and his dad as well yes 
uh, good parental support as well. I mean, uh, boy's been raised well. You don't, you, you probably don't. I don't think. Yeah. Okay. That's that's pretty. Um, that it was actually cool that he brought his dad on. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. To chat because he wanted to chat with Bob. Well, I actually gave him a chat with Bob. I think, but well, I can't give him your time. But I said, Bob, you should talk to Sam. But he had his dad there, which was kind of, I suppose. Uh, Dad doesn't know who we are. Yeah. Wondering, you know, what... what who, who are these people giving my son advice? Yeah. And it was great. It ended up really well. I got... Yeah. So, that's young Sam. So, where is this leading, Hillary? Well, where yeah, this one's leading. Actually, I replied to Sam this week and congratulated him on his... On just choosing a path that he wants to take and sticking to it. Mm. And both Bob and I said, we know he's going to be a very successful young man because yep. of... Just the maturity that he shows yeah, around. He's got a plan. He's got the energy. He's got the drive. He yeah. knows where he knows where he's heading. He knows where he wants to be. What I did say to him, and this is something that I have seen very often, and I know some people will be listening to this, and you might even think I'm talking about you. And if you're thinking that, well, I am. <laughs> <laughs> is the self sabotage that can often come with success, and we're all a bit guilty of it. I've been guilty of it, which is when maybe you start achieving a little bit of success, and then you. So for somebody, let's use Sam as an example, not him in particular, but what can happen is other people will try and ride off your coattails or they'll distract you, want you to start doing other things, you know, come sell my Amway, let's go do this instead, whatever it is, and nothing against any of those other things. But it will slow down your journey yeah. because people feel that your energy of success and they will come and it's it's not like take it from you. What am I saying? What are the words? Oh, well, they... They feel it, they sense it, and they can see a benefit for them to be part of mm. that. And it can it can distract, it can it's, drain. And it's very unintentional on yeah, both yeah, parts yeah. most of the time. Yeah, and, and so the other person, the drive, the energetic one, has to be a little bit discerning and selective about yeah. who, they, who they let into their close space and, mm. yeah. Yes, definitely. Mm. So... That's the story of uh, how to succeed in property development. It's From young Sam's point yeah, of view. Yeah, young Sam is just create a plan and stick to it. And mm. yeah, it's, he's, very, he's an inspiration, This I think. Yeah. So this podcast is coming out in December. Yes, December 1. Ooh, nearly the end of the year. Hmm? It'll yeah. come out when I'm in New Zealand, actually. Yeah, okay. Oh, enjoy your holiday. Cheers, Bob. <laughs> Without me. Yeah. I don't know if we can call it a holiday. Oh. Yeah, true. It'll be pretty busy. We'll be busy. Clearly, it's where I'm from. So, yeah, so yeah. nearing the end of 2022, like you, you get a little bit reflective. Yes, you do. Uh, I do, which is a bit funny in a way. Well, like, what was your highlight? Oh, the highlight. On reflection. Oh, on reflection. Let me reflect. <laughs> yeah, what was your highlight for 2022? Um, well, you bought me some nice birthday presents, but beyond that. Bob, I... I, I bought you some personal training sessions and you were really disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did buy me some other stuff I like. Yeah. Um, you go, oh, don't say it's personal training sessions, and then it was. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, look, on, on the development front, it would have to be we finally got through all our approvals. I mean, we got our development permit some time ago, hard fought in court. We got our construction certificate time you know really dragged out with you know council the end of COVID and all that finally got that and so we're in a point now where we're in control of what's happening so it's full steam ahead so 
my highlight was now we've really started construction on site. We've got machinery flying around everywhere, moving earth and putting services in. So cool, the videos. When you see about five big diggers yeah. digging at the same time, it's really and, exciting. And simultaneously with that, finalising all our construction. Because we know, you know, construction, the way prices have been going up, you know, building everything, uh, we, we've had the time to actually sort that out. We've ended up with a really good builder at a really good price. Mm. Uh, for for the village, we've locked prices in. They're reviewed six monthly, so there's no sudden surprises. And uh, we can build volume. We can build fast, mm. and that's what we really needed. And we have that now. So that was your highlight. Getting well, it was. Sounds like a funny tipped. highlight, but it's a great. I understand. Ha- having it. having you know dragged on and things we couldn't control. How long's this drag been? Oh, a couple of years. Look. The whole project's probably two years slower than what I thought it was when I got involved initially. But, mm. you know, 13 months in court to win the approval. Um, I didn't count on that. But in the end, you know, uh, we got to go to war. you got to go to war. We did that and won. Uh, and just, you know, with, with COVID and the way things happen so slowly and with council happening, you know, all the ap- back approvals post-DA, so slow, you know, so frustrating, so slow. Mm. Uh, and to suddenly hit a point now where we've got pre-sales, where we've got action, we've got the builder locked in, we can we can build four houses every 12 weeks, uh, which is pretty incredible. Yeah, that's days. epic, isn't it? Uh, and, uh, and having it all locked in, pricing locked in, const- uh, houses arriving in April and, you know, Earthworks, it's just such a relief to get some action, to be in control again yeah. of the whole process uh, and, and and like really hitting it hard. That's I, my highlight, thing. I have to say when I saw the videos uh, that were sent through of just the earthworks and stuff, it brought tears to my eyes. It's such a baby <laughs> for us, isn't it? It's like we're giving birth to this thing. It's it always was... exciting for anybody, you know, even yeah. like first, first-time developers doing their first project. Mm-hmm. Um, when things start to get built on site, yes, you know, there's a lot of work that goes in prior to that building. Mm. You know, finding the site, due diligence, numbers, throwing a lot of them in the bin. Yeah, you know, and getting perhaps investors organised, getting finance. You know, all those things, getting approvals. But when it starts to take shape, particularly when when say the frame goes up, when it starts taking on a third dimension, mm. that's always pretty exciting stuff and mm. and for me it's this this action this stuff i've been chomping at you know the marketing set the teams in place australia's top marketing firm great builder coming at a great price below budget everything lined up uh you know and and the earthworks we got the civil contractor we wanted um funny thing is even though we were held up with council and I complained every day and it was costing us interest every day. A lot of complaining. I can, can concur? Yeah. I concur. There's, you know, the old silver lining thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was interest chews its head off while council sit there and yawn. Mm. But it gave us the time to spend a lot of time on really ending up with the right builder. Mm. And because we've come in well under budget, uh, we're going to make you know, a, a good extra chunk of profit mm. because 
council slowed us down so much we had the time to do that so no wonder that was a highlight just so many positives for you yeah yeah, yeah. and it gave us time to like, get real, all the marketing set get some sort of pre-sales and all that but i mean it could have gone faster yes we should had but you know there's, there's that's the other side yep hmm so, yeah, that's my highlight. Anyway, sorry for such a long answer. <laughs> that was a great answer. When you've been hanging out for a couple of years for something now, and it's yeah, a highlight. Exactly. You s- smash that out in about five minutes. Yeah, yeah. What about you, girl? What, what's your highlights this year? Well, my highlights would be definitely on investing fronts. Oh, you d- you are the gun capital raiser. Yeah. I, I think used to think it was me. You left me for dead. Yeah, I suppose. So what have you done? How much money you raised on, on that project, let's say? Oh, that one... I've said five million so far. Five, five or six. Five and, I, or six. and I know we, we just had a launch of a particular cap, uh, capital raising offering, I guess you'd call it, that, that you've just launched. And, and you've, in about two weeks, I think it's two weeks Saturday, this coming, so it's not quite two weeks it's been out there. Yeah. How are you going? I'll have uh, to have a look. Uh, what what are you hitting at the moment? I'm probably close to one and a half. One and a half in a week and a half. Million. Breaks my record. Yeah, but the, the, I've yeah, still still more to follow up today. But there's always a lot. There's a lot of follow up. But not just with that. Like not just with the with the, our um, not with what we've got going on mm, with the mm. retirement village. Also, the investing for me. Yeah. When I speak to people, a lot of people have different amounts of money, and everyone's got a different profile. Some people want low risk. Some people want first mortgage security. Some people want to use self-managed super funds. Some people mm. want to do joint ventures. There are so many variables. So with I, investors, yes, with the people that I speak to. So I always ask, so how much money have you got? And you're, you're pretty quick to do that. Yeah, because that's what it's really about. And yeah. I'm like, I'm not going to tell people. I just how, I can't help you unless I know. It's like going to the doctor and not saying what's wrong. Otherwise, <laughs> I need to know what what it is that you've got but I've I've also managed to put um, three people into deals mentoring students which is really nice and life-changing for them yeah you do that occasionally I've noticed yeah that's this this in the last year which has been pretty pretty life-changing yeah so these are mentoring students I mean I know and we don't do that for everyone I just the timing was right I talked to investors that had decent amounts of money that didn't want to go into a couple of things we had offering but they were interested in in being jumping into a deal yeah. and so the mentoring student had the deal you put the investors in and set them up did pretty much i know you've done that on a few occasions and certainly don't promise people that's what we're going to do but i've seen no. you do it what, but that was actually that, a highlight well, what, for a, me, what amazed me is that well i know how giving you are that you did that but you could have easily have put those investors in, in my own projects. projects. Yeah, each, no. each of those projects makes about a half a million dollar profit. You've yeah. stuck the investors in that makes it happen. Plus, we're showing them what to do anyway because they're in the mentoring program. Mm. You could have put them into your own projects and made that million dollars. I that, could have. <laughs> so why didn't you? I will next time. Oh. I will next time. But, but no, to, to me, that definitely we do that sometimes. Yeah. Jay's it was a it was definitely a highlight to to um i think it was just an opportunity that i was presented with and mm, it's all timing yeah and i, I don't know it, it was well, well, i mean that was well a, done i'd anyway. never done that before I, as in i'd never capital raised did you stop to think that you could you could have used them yourself stop it million, but, it's okay the, but no but okay. i mean the whole learning how to capital raise learning yeah. how to have those conversations with people about money yeah that whole thing's been a, a frustrating process. side to that oh yeah it's made me tie kickers not yeah, but it's maybe maybe no, under. Like, no, I'll be blunt about it. Don't like them. I think Don't we've like talked them. about them before. Yeah. They are hard work. They are hard work. And that's, everyone. That's the flip side of it. 
everyone who uses other people's money will, will know that yeah. it can be a frustrating sign. But I think I've learned a skill. Oh, yeah, and you're great at it because you, you're good on, on, on people skills. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, a lot of the people who invested are, are, are known to us. Mm. Um, some of them invested with me over the years. They invest, they reinvest. Uh, some are new. Mm. Some are even outside our normal circles. So to be successful at property development, you have to have to know what your skills are. Like Bob knows oh, that I'm point. better at doing this side of it than he is, mm. and he's way better at doing like feasibilities than I am. Trust me. So we just we stay in our own lane pretty much. Yeah, and I, I'm good at because uh, you often flip people to me where I can explain the project in a lot more detail, detail because I'm doing it. Why wouldn't I? Yeah, uh, and cover risks and how risks are mitigated and, and what makes something a really good investment yeah. in terms of the project. So that's good. You handle the money side of it, uh, mm. the investment side, getting that sorted. And I handle the process, which is interesting, oh, process, because yeah. your personality profile is people first and mine's process first, mm. believe it or not. Mm. Uh, not in a major way. It doesn't mean we can't do each other's, but yep. that's what our natural go-to is. So straight away, I just in my head, it's just like a flow chart of what mm. I need to do to, to achieve what it is I need to achieve. But in yours, yeah. it's... Yeah, and that's that process of how you uh, integrate with the investors, but also the process of how the whole investment works. Yeah. Because it's fully compliant with ASIC, a fully compliant investment, which a lot aren't. Um, there's a process there that you know you got to go through. So I know you love the process. So for you, like bringing this back to how this works might help work with you. It's understanding what your strengths and weaknesses are mm, and getting help yeah. in your weaknesses. Yeah. Or trying to improve on them if you can't get help. But I don't. Be- I think we all always can get help. Yeah, you can. I mean, yeah. I, I, like within our program, it's often you in the mentoring program. But be, you know, outside, uh, there's so many courses. There's professionals. You know that you can go to even like I'm not a great emailer I send a lot of emails but it's not something I love to do mm. so What's even the just just constant emailing which oh, I yeah. do a lot but sometimes I have a lot so I mm. do we just hired someone to help me do that yeah and I just talk them into it's my how you phone value your time and I flick them off to her and she's a legend oh yeah yeah like she does she just gets her head down and goes but, um, That's staying in your lane, doing what you do well. It makes me way more productive. And I think if you look at your property development journey, if you're being held up by anything yeah. and it is time, because that's because that's a time thing for me, how mm. could you make more time? It's not just your skills and what you're good at. I mean, that and, and concentrate on those things. But yep. it, also, it's the value of your time. Where is your time best spent? Highest and best use of my time. It's not writing emails over and over. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Definitely. Mm. And that comes back to outsourcing. Yes. Like any good property. Property developers, we, we are the world's greatest outsourcers. We outsource our design to an architect. Yep. We outsource our approvals to a town planner. We outsource, you know, to engineers and we outsource construction to builders. We outsource marketing to real estate. We, we are the great outsourcers. Because what is property development? Here's a question. It's two things. It's... Managing people and managing a process. That's what it is. That's what it is. You know, as you were listing through all those things, it reminded me of the comment that we we read out Terry Powers' uh, comment last week and last week's podcast, yep. where he said, "You still have to be responsible for what those people do." Hmm. So you have to outsource, but ultimately, 
it's still your responsibility to make sure things are done properly. Yeah, I mean, you can't in a purely technical sense. I mean, if you get a structural engineer, they do a lot of calculations that would, I wouldn't even know what they are. Uh, but at the end of the day, like even getting, getting a second opinion on over-engineering. Yes. Like, here's a tip. This tip's worth tens of thousands of dollars. I'm gonna, I don't normally give away tens of thousands of dollars worth of tips. Do can. this one, babe. I'll do it. There's such, there's, in the world of engineering, there's what you call a check engineer, and they're just a normal engineer who's not the consulted one. So here's an example of what we used to do. So I used to work for a development company. We used to do big subdivisions many years ago. This is like 23, four years ago. And we had a civil engineering firm who used to design uh, our subdivision. So each time we did a stage of 30 lots, whatever it was, they designed the stormwater, the water, the sewage, and you know the earthworks and all that sort of stuff. And we'd pay them to do that. What we'd do, we then get a check engineer in. Now this was another engineering firm, the same, the same as them, but they weren't the firm that we engaged to do the design. What they had to do is check the other engineer's design uh, for over engineering or incorrect this. engineering, and we'd pay them that. So let's just say. Um, I'll just make up a figure. Let's just say it was... This eight, is a hypothetical eight, figure, everybody. Let's just say it was $100,000 to the normal engineer to do all this design work. The check engineer is probably about five to $8,000 because he doesn't have to reinvent the wheel. He's really looking at what the other engineer's already done mm. and, and, and looking for potential ways that cost-saving ways of doing a slightly different design or, you know, that sort of stuff. So at the end of the day, whether you spend 100 or 108 is really irrelevant. Yeah. But what it does is we often, nearly always, found savings way beyond that $8,000 that mm. we paid the check engineer. And what we'd say to the check engineer, if you do a really good job here and keep this other engineer honest and find cost-saving measures, the next project that we do, we will make you... The, the, chief, yeah, the, the chief engineer, if you like. And, and sure enough, we'll have someone else checking on you, so watch your tail. And, and, and that's, you know, great. And with structural engineers who love to over-engineer, mm. they love to design a three-storey building that you could build, you know, ten storeys on, is you can get a check structural engineer as well. Mm. And, uh, and for the bit, like, a, say on... Uh, I probably wouldn't worry too much about townhouses, but if you're doing like a four, three or four, five-storey apartment building where engineering is really critical uh, and it might cost you, say, four-storey, five-storey building, about $30,000 for the structural engineer, you'd only have to spend another five to get a check engineer. They could save you heaps. Mm. Uh, I've, I've seen them go through and save, you know, on that sort of a job, where you paid an engineer thirty grand to design it, to over-engineer it, and a check engineer five grand, they've saved like thirty or forty thousand wow. dollars just in finding over-engineering. Well, there's a great tip. Mm. Comes it's in called a check engineer. <laughs> comes in three quarters the same, of the way. The same engineer as the one you've engaged, but their job is to check, and we call them a check engineer. Well, that's uh, definitely a great tip. That's a tip worth a lot and of money. And that is part of successful property developments, just, mm. you know, monitoring, mm. checking, going through, staying Hold in your lane. accountable for time, particularly with consultants. But anyway. Staying in your own lane, doing what you do well. Yep. Doing yep. all, all of those. All those things that will help property development success. Yeah, mm. definitely. 
So I think if we start it, come back to the beginning of this podcast, yep. Bob, we talked about how young Sam um, mm. ha- has, pr- has started his plan for next year. And, and if we are realistic, uh, have a reflect on how 2022 has gone for you, what yeah. worked well. What would you do differently? Uh, yeah. What, what, what do you have to do differently? If you got to start 22 again, what what would you mm. do differently? So maybe take that forward and think, what will I do differently for 2023? And create that plan hmm. which brings me to and we haven't confirmed this but we probably okay. will the goal setting session we do in oh, January you do everyone well yeah yep. so if you want I, I will get a link put below just for a, like expression of interest I do offer a free goal setting session in January uh, it's usually on a Thursday night sort of three quarters of the way through I'm not sure of the three date three quarters of the way through January because we, yeah. we haven't we haven't picked it yet we haven't talked about it really but it's always it, well attended and people just rave over it yeah so what it does it's an hour out of your life where you can spend that time focusing on what it is that you want because we all want to do that so goal you, set. you help people yeah. build their plan while they're so I just lead you through it lead you through I just say right personalized plan yeah just lead you through because we don't often allocate ourselves that time. Mm. We have the best intentions, but I we get busy. Attend. Yep. Too right. So if you're interested in attending that next year. That's, uh, the, that's the first step, getting the plan. The rest of it's executing it during well, the year. You know, the, great, the good thing about creating a plan is you are telling your subconscious about something mm. that's important. So if you understand how your reticular activating system works. Uh, what that does, it says, hey, this is important to me because you've highlighted it. Yeah. So by allocating that hour to be, become clear about what you want, you then subconsciously have programmed it in your brain and you then start looking f- for the solution and how to do it without even realising. Yeah. So yeah. there is a lot more... Hmm. Big motorbike going past. Oh, that's, a, a, that's our neighbour taking off on his Harley. <laughs> there's a lot more to setting goals, and you know you're right. Then you've got to take the actions to achieve. Mm. But at least by getting started and being clear about what you want, you make the journey. Um, I, hope, I hope you do do that again in January. You yeah, I will. I've just time. said we will. Oh, you will. That's okay. it. So that now there'll be a just click the form below, and we'll start telling people about it, and then it will just it goes from like seven to eight. No, oh, yeah, great way to set up your year. Yeah, it is. It's funny how we choose January, the, the beginning of the calendar year, to do all this. It could you could start any time, you know. But we did. We actually. It's the way we think. We did a couple of Julys too, Bob. You did. You did do a couple of mid-year ones. I remember just to to make sure you're on plan or if you Chickens. need recalibrating. I love to. I love to use the word recalibrate because mm. that's sort of what your GPS does when you take a wrong turn. Recalibrating, or used to, yeah. one, one of my GPSs used to say that. <laughs> so you can recalibrate, and, and and look, even with a plan, I suppose you need to adjust it a little bit to circumstances. So, but you're yes. the expert. Yeah, but you understand how it works. So. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's about uh, property development success. success. There you go. Hopefully, we've given you, we've had one great tip, uh, some good stories, and a few things that hopefully you can use moving forward in your property development journey. We will see you for. Episode 78 next week. Wow. Okay. Look forward to it. Bye. Bye.